0: Firstly, we can't presuppose that all of the forces that are pro-Gordon necessarily hold the moral high ground. But I think having said that, the actions of the ANC Youth League are deeply troubling. I think these are signs, these are anti-democratic signs. And we've seen this kind of behavior emerge from youth organizations uh, in Brazil, India, and in recent times more and more in South Africa. Well, I think it speaks very poorly of the ANC Youth League and of the ANC gently, that they haven't been able to unite on an occasion as important as remembering someone of the gravitas of Ahmad Katrada. Uh, and I think these are deeply troubling times when the movement that is arguably was the most glorious movement on the continent is as fragmented as it is today.
1: Mr. Bucker, some argue that, you know, these were the same forces that drove Zuma into power, the forces that were able to open up and speak loudly in any function or any meeting. Do you think that this is the appropriate time to bring out these forces once again?
0: Well, I would say it comes as no surprise. I mean, this kind of political thuggery we've seen, like you rightly pointed out in the past. Uh, but I think it's anti-democratic. And I think this kind of factory is meant to push uh, particular political agendas and particular fights within the ANC forward. Uh, And I think it speaks very poorly of the kind of history and open debate and transparency and really robust debate that the ANC comes from for over 100 years. And to descend into this kind of factory is worrying. I think we need to be clear that the Youth League have always been kingmakers in the ANC, They've always been engaged into a buzz debate from the time of Mandela in the 40s, who added a really revolutionary vigor to the ANC and the ANC Youth League at that point. But I think it was done in a far more disciplined and in a far more uh, kind of controlled way. But this kind of fragmentation and this kind of struggle, uh, I think, really takes the ANC backwards.